everybody. This is Just Sold with Bren McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bren Griffiths. He's Bren McIntosh. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you, Bren? Fine, thank you. Can you believe it's already <laughs> the month of April? It's flown by. The weather doesn't feel like it right now, but uh, maybe in a week or two it'll feel like April. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's that crazy, you know, it's a crazy, March and April here are just insane. You just don't know what you're going to get, right? I think we're gypped. We have two seasons here, right? Winter, we have winter and, and summer. Well, I was going to say winter and construction. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, usually when we kick off the start of a month, we start to take a look at the month that was. That kind of thing. How was the month of March? Absolutely crazy busy. Okay. But some really weird things going on in the Edmonton market. And that's why it's important to call a real estate agent. And hopefully they call somebody calls us to talk about the sale of a property or the purchase of a property, because there's a lot of weird things going on in the market that we haven't seen here in, in our marketplace really since 2007. Do you want to do weird first or weird after? We'll do uh, weird after. Okay, just, all right. Just some, some, some strange things that we've that I can't explain necessarily. Hmm. So, so we'll start with the things that are easier to explain. Okay. Like inventory. All right, sure, yeah. If I'm a buyer these days, it seems like there's no properties for sale. Inventory is at extreme low. But what's interesting about what's going on right now is that Edmonton's actually had more properties listed this year than any of the past 10, 15 years. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> you're you're going to ask me some questions today where I might not have answers. Well, that's fine. That's um, okay. I don't know why there's so many people selling. I don't know why there's so many people buying other than it seems like less people are renting. So we're picking up a lot okay. of people getting into the marketplace that would have normally been renters or who um, would have normally waited to purchase a house till a little bit later in life. So the millennials are getting into the market earlier. Is it fair to suggest that we've been watching interest rates start to creep up a little bit? So all of a sudden, somebody who might be a fence sitter now realizes I got to jump into the pool. Yeah, well, where are you going to get interest rates this low? And, and a lot of people took advantage of that in February and March, these locked in interest rates, because interest rates did go up by a quarter percent in the past 30 days. Yep. And they're expected to go up again some more. How much? Mm, probably half a point if you're if if we're looking. Okay. Uh, so we could see interest rates for a typical mortgage mortgage around three and a half percent by the summer. That's my guess. I remember when it was like nine percent at well, one point. I, I remember uh, paying 13 percent in fact. Really? Even on my first mortgage. So that's dating me and, and showing you just how old I am. But um, when I can tell you that when I got my first mortgage rate at 7%, I thought that was almost free money. And here we're talking about just raising it yeah. from three to three and a half yeah, yeah. For, for an average mortgage. Um, so this year in Edmonton already, here in the first three months, there's already been 5,000 single family homes that have been listed and over 3,100 condos. So there's been tons and tons of listings but there's also been tons of sales. When we look at the sales to new listing ratio, it's the highest we've ever seen. And if you recall a month ago, Bren, we talked about the single family uh, sales to new listing ratio was at 90% in right. February. And I've never seen one like that before, not in the Edmonton market. In March, it fell a little bit, but it's at 79% okay. for, for March. So still pretty spectacular when you look at 80% of the new listings that hit the market actually sold. When we look at condominiums, and that's been sort of Edmonton's Achilles heel for a long time, is that condo sales have been extremely slow, especially in the downtown area where we're recording this podcast today. In past years, we've had about a two-year supply of listings 
right now that's down to a one year supply of listings. Still a ton, yeah. but way better than it's been for the past couple of years. The sales to new listing ratio for just, condos. Just back up a, a okay. second. So do you think that's a good sign then? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. We're finally seeing, and, and you're, I'm going to talk about um, the median sales price for condominiums has finally gone up. Okay. Good sign. And sales are up All right, great. for condominiums. And in fact, the sales to new listing ratio is at 66%. And that's not as good as the, the one that I just talked about for single family, which was at 79. But last year at the same time, that sales to new listing ratio was 40%. And okay. the year before it was 36. And the year before that it was 34. And in 2018, it was 31%. There's something positive there. So when we're at 66%, it's, yeah. it's, we're finally seeing signs that maybe that the condominium market is finally starting to take off. And, and what that might be caused by is literally that the price of single family homes has gotten so expensive that the separation between condos and single family houses is finally great enough that somebody can buy a condo and absorb those high condo fees. Yeah. And that's what we've talked about this year a, a lot about why condo sales are so slow is because you're buying a condominium maybe for $200,000 and it comes with an extra 450 and extra $550 condo fee. So it makes it less affordable. Gotcha. I'm sorry if I interrupt a lot here today, but I'm super keen. Yeah, no, I think it's awesome. Let's go back to single family. Okay. Because uh, I said there's been 5,000 homes listed and normally by this time we would see more like 4,500. So there's been actually been more listings, but there's also been quite a few more sales. There's been 2,420 sales already this year. Compare that to last year, which was a, one of the busiest years we'd ever seen. There was only 2,200. So we're, we're already 200 more sales here in 2022. The median sales price now, it jumped so substantially in February that I don't think that it could continue to do that. It was a $40,000 increase. It went from 420 to 460 from January to February. Now from February to March, that number has gone up to $468,075. So only an $8,000 increase in the median sales price. The average sale price, and again, we talked about this a month ago, is that uh, an average sale price is, is not an accurate, it's not an accurate number for an actual average house in Edmonton. And that's why I use the median, but just so that you, people know what it is, because you might hear it on the news that average sale price has cracked the $500,000 mark and the average sale price for a house in Edmonton is now $503,711. Wow. First time in Edmonton's history. Hmm. So we're now part of the 500 club. <laughs> Coming off of COVID and everything, it's, I mean, what a crazy three years it's been, not two. Mm -hmm. Wow. And, and, and again, that has a lot to do with sales. People are buying and, and people who normally would have rented are not renting and the people who would have, um, or, and, and these buyers who might've been staying with mom and dad longer seem to be getting into the market. Mom and dad might be lending them uh, money to buy their first home and yeah. they're getting into the market while interest rates are low. Like you said, that there's probably going to be an increase in prices. When we look at the condo market, I did hint that the condo prices are up. We are up to 225 for the median sales price. In February, it was 218. If I go back to a year ago, it was 210. Okay. So we're seeing a small increase in the median sales price for condominiums. Again, a good sign for perhaps we're finally on the road to recovery for condominiums. Is it fair to say it's more balanced right now? It just seems like it feels that way. You know, there's condo sales are coming up, house sales are up there. It just seems like it's 
Very positive. It, it, well, it's positive. I wouldn't use the term balanced. And, and the only reason I don't use that term is because balanced would, would describe the type of market it is. And okay. it's defi- definitely still leaning towards a seller's market when it comes to single family homes. Not condominiums, not yet. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to single family homes, it's still a seller's market, meaning that most properties, especially if they're under the $500,000 mark, are getting multiple offers. And to put this in perspective for the last 60 days, about two thirds of all of the properties in Edmonton that are listed under 500,000 have sold for fullest price or more. A year ago when we were talking to our friends in Ottawa and uh, Oakville Mm -hmm. and places like that, and they were talking about ridiculous, crazy multiple offers that they were receiving on homes. And we kind of felt like the, you know, the ugly duckling. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because it wasn't happening here. And now it just seems like we're starting to hear a little bit more of that. And that's a positive. It is. There's confidence in the marketplace. And in fact, now we're starting to see not necessarily people moving from Ontario into Alberta, but actually investing in the Edmonton and Calgary markets. So we've got money coming in from Toronto where they're buying investment properties or buying properties to sit on while the, um, I guess, again, what they're thinking is, is that Edmonton's prices are gonna go up and they can't afford to buy these same properties in their marketplaces. So they're investing in our province, which is a good thing. Where do we go from here? Because we, hey, we've all f- often focused in the pandemic times at what's been happening on the edge of the city uh, is the, it still surging there? Or, or well, is that's, that, is that a weird part That's the up? weird part. So, okay. so yeah, you're very intuitive Hang today. on a second. I have something for So this is the weird part. Hang on a second. Let's see if I got this right. There's something schooly around here. Okay, let's figure out what's going on here. So there's actually been a lot less acreage listings than previous years and less acreage sales than hmm. previous years. And I can't explain why, because that was going to be your question. Why? It would have been, yes. And I, I don't Good know pick why. up by you. So, so we've actually had 100 less acreages listed this year around the Edmonton area. So by the same time last year, there had been 542 acreage listings. This year, there's only 443. So 99 less listings in, in the same time okay. period. Yeah. And sales, uh, by the same time last year, we had 259 sales. This year, there's only been 215 sales. Let me just throw a theory at you then, because if we're trying to figure out, maybe trying to get a bit of an answer here, is that because there, it was so crazy the last couple of years that maybe we've kind of Everybody's kind of settled a little bit? Quite possibly. Okay. And and then I got one more screwy stat. Okay. Because although there's been less listings and less activity, the median sales price is up by 14%. (laughs) And so the the median sales price for acreages is now 735,000 a year ago. That number was only 642. Wow. So although there's less activity in that marketplace and the sales to new listing ratio is at sitting at 63%, so not crazy like the single family market, hmm. that the prices have actually risen more than the single family market. Have we officially moved into the weird stuff or yeah. is that the only weird stuff? No, you that's have? it. That was the one thing that, that I thought that I just can't explain this stat. Weird. And, and I don't know why that is. And perhaps... Maybe it has a lot to do with things like we're at the end, so yeah. to speak, of, of our current pandemic or our situation. And, and I think maybe people are getting back into going back to work, going back to restaurants, going back to recreation. And so perhaps the acreage lifestyle isn't on their radar anymore. I got to tell you, downtown in the past week and a half mm-hmm. has started to really pick up. Very, I went for lunch today downtown and I was walking through the pedways and it was like right back to normal. It was great to see people again. Yeah. And now businesses are starting to open up again. It's been really a positive thing. So uh, so I'm hoping that maybe we're kind of 
at least the perception on the parts of everybody is that we're kind of coming back to what the new normal is, whatever that is. Yeah, and, and I think that, that that might be the reason for acreage sales. Acreage sales are really interesting. Um, I can track it back 20 years and you can see that they're very cyclical because people will get all excited about ba- uh, buying an acreage and they might live on it for two or three, four or five years and then realize that it's a lot more work than they first anticipated. And and so they typically put those houses back on the market and, and move back into town. But um, having said that, we'll see uh, where this, you know, where, where we are in 2000. 2022 with the pandemic and with people going back to work, like you say, in downtown, perhaps that is the reason that we're only at a one-year supply of listings downtown. Yeah. That, that again, people's lifestyles are changing again, um, and everything is is always moving and changing as 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 we go. I'm going to lastly, look, we'll talk about 2007 because that was the last time we had these crazy conditions. Now, the, the biggest difference between this year and 2007 is that this year it just it's a single family market that's on fire and the condo mar- market's not, not so much. Right. So we're having multiple offers on single family houses, but not necessarily on uh, multiple offers on condominiums. Whereas in 2007, we had such a low supply of both single family homes and condominiums. We we're having multiple offers on everything. Our median sales price is the highest it's ever been for single family homes, but um, our condominium price isn't anywhere near what it was in 2007. Hmm. That's when it, um, we're yeah. still $100,000, $150,000 lower on the median sales price for condominiums than we were, we were in 2007. And the reason I want to bring up 2007 is because between January and May, our market was absolutely crazy, kind of doing what we're doing now. But from May 15th, to July 1st, our market changed so substantially that if you're thinking about selling your house, you have to be aware of things like this that, that can happen, is that market conditions can change fast. And we use the term balanced. And in fact, uh, in 2007, we went from a complete and total seller's market to a complete and total buyer's market. We didn't go to balanced. We flipped right past that. And the inventory in from May 15th to July 1st actually quadrupled and completely stalled out sales. And in fact, by August, our prices were falling quite substantially. So if you're, and you're, if you're listening to this podcast right now, or if you know somebody who's thinking about selling, that they should do it now. I mean, we're trying to get as many properties on the market here in April at the very last by May, because by June, I have a feeling that these conditions will go away. And instead of selling your house in multiple offers with four or five offers or more, yeah. you're probably going to be looking at it even a lower price. Is that it for today? I know your phone's vibrating. You left your phone on them. It's almost right on cue because as you said that, your phone started to vibrate. That's right. Operators are standing by and uh, please call our team directly at 780-464-0075. If you're looking for a complimentary market evaluation of your house, I promise you that there is no pressure, no obligation to list your property, just solid information to help you make a decision. How do people get a hold of you? Again, 780-464-0075 or find us on the web, macintoshgroup.ca. And that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh, and we'll see you next time. 